Hi guys and welcome back to the Spice of Life podcast with me, Christine, Faramay, Katira, and Delucci. So today's episode we asked you guys to send us in some scenarios slash dilemmas that you wanted us to answer. So which one you guys want to start with? A scenario or a dilemma? Um let's what do we dilemma. Dilemma, okay. Let's yeah. see what we have here. So our first dilemma is somebody sent us this. Um, the person said that me and this girl recently got together and everything was good. Quarantine hit and for the first month and a half, it was good. Then she went off socials for a bit and since she came back, things just haven't been the same. Yeah, what does that say? Yeah, things haven't been the same and she says that she still has feelings but doesn't feel like it. It feels like I've become a burden. She doesn't feel like what? Basically, he said that... Um, he asked the girl um, how she's, she feels, he feels like the girl isn't feeling him anymore. But she said that she still has feelings, but he feels like he's a burden to her. So what should he do? What were we thinking? Just leave it. It's not that deep. Yeah. No, I was going to say, that I was gonna say that, that I'm a bit, he, he came to her and, because, you know, usually the first thing I would say is have a conversation, but it sounds like he's had the conversation. Yeah. And yeah. from this conversation, it doesn't seem like anything was, you know, resolved. Like, it just sounds yeah. like I said what I feel and then you just countered it and that's it. So for yeah. me, I would cut. Yeah. I would cut. Because you can it off. Yeah, because it just sounds like time wasting. Yeah. You've, you've had the conversation, like, okay, you've identified the issue. The person is coming to you on a level saying, oh, um, it feels like you don't like me the same way. Yeah. Oh, anyways, I just feel like nothing's been resolved from the conversation. So from now on, yeah. where are they going to go from there? But the thing is, it depends mm-hmm. on how he approached her in the first place. Like, if he wasn't direct, like, we're assuming that he was kind of direct with how he approached her, that, oh, maybe he was like, oh, so, like, is there something wrong? And she's like, no, there's nothing wrong. Like, did he tell her that, oh, I feel this way, I feel like I'm a... But, like, did he actually communicate with her effectively? That's the question. Okay, well, if if that's what he hasn't done, that's what he needs to do. Communicate yeah, effectively yeah. exactly yeah. why he feels like yeah, he's exactly. a burden and why he feels like she doesn't. And they need to have a proper sit-down conversation mm-hmm. where they work out how they want the dynamic of their relationship to be. Because clearly they haven't. Yeah. yeah, but let's also keep in mind that we're in quarantine and we're going through a very unprecedented time. So, like, yeah. it just might be a bit too much for her right now. Yeah. As long as she conveys the idea, like, lets him know that I'm not really in the right space to kind of put energy into this relationship right now. As long as she lets him know and they have, they, they have that communication, I think maybe just put it on pause, resume back whenever quarantine is over or whatever. Yeah. Because, like, everything right now feels so long and so draining. So I can understand mm-hmm. if she feels like, she might like the guy, but it's just a bit too much to deal with right now. Yeah, because... So if you talk to him yeah. and like, they are both on the same page, mm. I think you can make it work. Yeah, because even the fact that she went off socials for a while, like, he exactly. should question that and put that in consideration that maybe she's feeling a bit overwhelmed. So I think the best way to solve this is to have Wait, what? a sit-down communicate. And if you communicate to her and she still isn't changing how, or she hasn't um, explained why she's behaving a certain way, or she hasn't changed 
her be- her behavior. Oh, I don't know why my voice is cracking. But anyway, she hasn't <laughs> changed her behavior, and then maybe you should consider like cutting off the relationship. What was her response? Her response, she said that um she's still feeling him. She said that it's fine, like everything's fine from her perspective. But for him, it doesn't feel like that. Mm. He should also consider that maybe it's in his head. Maybe he's feeling a bit insecure. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's feeling insecure. No, I mean, like, maybe because, like, it's um during quarantine, maybe you're just, you know, over the internet, you can read into stuff when it's not actually yeah, like that. Reading, it's yeah. different from, like, being together, like, face-to-face interaction. So maybe he's just reading the wrong signals. But yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. Yeah. So do you guys have anything else to say to him? Any p- word, of av- word of advice? Get a hobby. Because it seems like you're putting <laughs> too much energy. Whoa. No, no, I'm, not even, I'm genuinely not even trying to be rude. I'm genuinely not. I'm just saying that because we're in quarantine, people, we have nothing else to do. And so if you just sit here thinking about, does she like me? Does she not? Does she want this to go on? You're going to drive yourself mad. So get something to do to kind of distract yourself. Because if it's meant to be, it'll work itself out. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Wait, what do you want to say, Katora? No, because I was just saying, like, your mind. <laughs> if, if someone is doing up inconsistency, I don't actually yeah. see why I should have to sit here and wait for you type of thing. And I understand mm. when you say, yeah, this is quarantine, people have got bigger things going. But I just feel like if you're deciding to commit to a relationship, you owe it to the other person to be to straightforward and explain yeah, why I you're think. not being... That's why know, they need to have that conversation. Like, yeah. So that conversation is needed and, well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it all goes back to that conversation. Like, even if you've spoken to her before, you obviously have... You don't feel better. Yeah, so talk again. So you need to talk again. Yeah. Keep and talking. If it doesn't go the way you yeah. plan, then you have to leave her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just be going your separate ways. Exactly. Hmm. Next question. <laughs> Next question. So are we going to a scenario this time? Yeah. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, so I have a scenario here which says, which is worse, your boyfriend of two years cheating on you with a one-night stand or you find out that he's been emotionally cheating with you, um, cheating on you with a colleague? With a what? A colleague. A co- colleague, yeah. Okay. Um, preferably neither, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of bondage is this? Obviously. But, like, which one, which one do you think it's worse? You know what? I would actually prefer him to physically cheat. No, but what's emotionally all the time? What's emotionally cheating? Oh, it's like, you know, like, okay, so in a relationship, when you have problems, you talk it out with your partner. When you're feeling some type of way, you talk it out with your partner. When you're excited about something, you talk it, you talk to your partner. Imagine a man, when he has problems, he goes to another else. girl. When he is happy, he tells the other girl before he tells you. When he's got something you know, excited going on, you know? he tells someone else instead of you. It's like... All the things you're so all the intimate moments you're supposed to share with your partner, he shares with another woman. That's like emotional cheating. I feel like because people physical cheat all the time. Because yeah. for you to emotionally cheat, it's a lot more energy, I feel, for you to physically. I mean, both are bad. Both are, yeah, both yeah. are terrible, by the don't way. Do I don't do either one. Don't do either. Don't do either. But physically cheating is like you can just bang 
like beating's elite that's it you might not <laughs> yeah. have to think about it again whereas with emotional cheating you've put in months and months and yeah, months but we didn't of even work know the time that. frame she they just said they it was said one night stand no but the your boyfriend of two years cheating with a one night stand or you find out is it the same boyfriend of two years and it's just a one yeah, yeah. Is it, and how long have they been emotionally cheating with their colleague does it matter? Yeah. Does it the matter? Emotionally cheating is not something that happens in one day. It takes time for you yeah. to just build it's a build up. It's a build up. Like, so the fact that this could have been happening for months and months and months, and you might think it's innocent, but I think it's a lot. And do you know what else? Do you know what else is the difference in this scenario? The one night stand year could have been with anybody. The emotional cheating is with a colleague. colleague yeah. So this is someone that you see all the time. Every day. Yeah. You see this person every day. I'm telling you, that, that emotional cheating with a colleague is worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I would rather I would worse. rather the one night stand. But just for um just for people to know, yeah, if someone ever cheated on me with a one night stand, you're getting cut off straight. Just yes, absolutely straight. Still. I, I mean, know that it would hurt me more if you were in love with the person that you're cheating. Exactly. Imagine if you're emotionally yeah. cheating and you fell in love with them. What do I do now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, so what am I supposed to do? You're not even going back for no, me back. Get out. That's what it is. You just chose. <laughs> you know what? People can be like, I love her. When I tell you, I would just collapse on the floor and be dead. No, that no, is that's awful. awful. That's not the one. <laughs> <laughs> do you all agree that emotional cheating is worse than physical teaching? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, think it's worse. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so, yeah. You don't sound convinced. Yeah. But you don't want to tell me. I feel like, because if I, I still don't guess emotional cheating. Like, okay, you're speaking to someone else about certain situations, but like, it's the inter. No, wait, Aluchi. Think about the think about the emotional connection that you're supposed to have with your partner, and that is being given to another woman. <laughs> <laughs> like he no longer connects with he never, you he doesn't emotionally. connect with you mm. so as in you wake up in the morning how, you was, your how day? was your day fine fine that's it that's, that's it. your only response but the other one that will burn a bit yeah, not even a bit it will burn a lot yeah yeah, like you'll go through his phone and you see this, you see him texting this girl saying that, oh, in my heart I'm feeling this and that. But to say simple good morning, if you can't emotional cheat, you can physically cheat. So where do we go from That's there? That's very yeah. true. That yeah. part is true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know what though? What if the physical cheating results in a child? I'm gone. Isn't that worse than emotional cheating if the physical cheating results in? Okay. Yeah, but I would leave either way. Yeah, so would I. Whatever kind of cheating you're doing, bye. Yeah, yeah I, I would never stay. Honestly. I say that, but I hope I would never stay. Same. Yeah, by God's no... grace, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will I will muster the, the, the strength to just, no. Yeah, to leave. Maybe it's because now, but like you know, after some <laughs> basically, yeah. What if it takes you so long to get to that relationship, and then after no, that yeah. relationship, he now, yeah, and then you think about how long it took for you to the struggle to get yeah. into a relationship, and then you're like, Oh, the single life again, Listen, 
listen, listen, listen. <laughs> you will not die because of singleness. It's it's okay to be single. Mm. It is more than all right to be single. If you are choosing you and putting yourself first and putting your mental and physical and well everything first, you will not die because of singleness. Yeah. Mm. Don't let social media make you feel like if you don't have a man, you will collapse because you. Yeah. I promise you, you will not. <laughs> because if you have had man, what were you doing? It's not even like that. It's just that. Going through this talking stage again. Oh, not even talking. I understand it can I be like extremely frustrating, but I promise you, you will not die. Yeah. The like, thing if is, you're in your twenties, like, is calm. If he cheat, if he cheats on you, don't think about oh, it's going to be long. Like, you still have time. Like you're young. No, no, no. Yeah, but even even if you are older, yeah, exactly. it's one of these things. Think about it like this: Would you really? Are we really saying that you, you would think? rather stay into in this relationship that the foundation is broken? He's cheated once he could cheat very well cheat again what of when you start giving birth and you have children what's gonna happen then it's gonna get worse and worse so are you really saying that you would rather do this just because of your fear to start all over again no 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 No. we're not doing that one it's better off to just start again it doesn't even matter how old you've gotten yet it's better to just start over with someone that you can trust Mm -hmm. than end up in a cycle of brokenness god forbid yeah because you know how depressed you'll be like every single time your man leaves the house you don't know whether he's telling the truth or not exactly, you don't know where yeah. he's going or not if he I tells like- you that i'm going to buy bread you, ca- you can't trust him <laughs> like i can't live a life like that and no godly man no godly man will think of cheating on you that's yeah, the exactly. thing Straight so the that he cheats kind of breaks that as well yeah. so you're no longer you're you're no longer in my criteria anymore mm-hmm. like you don't fit with what i want anymore yeah. once you cheat like it's over Anyways, guys, shall we move on to a dilemma now? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Dilemma number two. My man Mm. is a Christian but doesn't go to my church. And I think my friends from church won't like him because he's not like them. Are you dating your friends? (laughs) See, I I, I hate dilemmas like this. Is that the end of it? Are you dating your friends? Yeah, that's it. Okay, first of all, if your man goes to a different church, that's completely fine. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Because, it's like, it's like, a different story if he's not going to church at all. Exactly. Because he's going to yeah. church, you just you might have a different connection with the church that he's at compared to your church. Yeah. That's completely fine. That's, like, that's an irrelevant thing. Like, that's fine. But the fact that you're concerned... As long as your friends don't have serious, like, problems yeah. with him... Yeah, I was like, say. They feel like he's not treating you right... I mean, even that one, that one needs to be verified. But as long as it's not like serious issues they have, it's just like, oh yeah, he doesn't laugh at our jokes. Like, get out. Like, are you dating your friends? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Your friends don't have to like him as long as they. As long as they respect not... him yeah, and yeah. You respect your relationship and boundaries and fine. your decision to date him as well. Like, as long as like if they like if they don't like him for a very reasonable reason, if that makes sense. Yeah. Reasonable reason. Yeah. <laughs> um then yeah then okay maybe look at ask them oh why do you think that but if it's just because they just don't vibe with him then it's not that deep at all they're not the Mm -hmm. ones that are dating him they're not the ones that plan a future with him so just do in this life you can't be looking at everybody else yeah don't live your life for people other people's approval at all yeah she doesn't want to she doesn't want to um so her problem is that because he doesn't go to the same church her her friends go to. Yeah, he said she she, she thinks that. she thinks that her church friends won't like him, like and him. and yeah. also the fact that he doesn't go to the same church. 
Don't you think like with some churches they have like people like like I feel like they think that you should just get married with the people that are in the church or you should just no do you know no but literally hold on but you know the reason you know the reason why those churches say that is because similar teachings the thing is yeah if he's going to a church that teaches the same fundamental biblical truths as the church she's going to what's the problem it's when yeah it's when you've got two different churches that are teaching okay so you know there's type okay we have denominations of christianity for example yeah some churches will be completely different in terms of their teachings right in terms of some churches might not agree with evangelism whereas some churches will okay so if those are the different types of churches you're going to there might be a problem there i don't think i don't think this is something that cannot be resolved however yeah yeah it might be a problem there if the teachings are the same she has no reason to worry none at all exactly because it's the same it's it's all the same teachings right with the friends like Fermi has already said i don't even know why you would even consider what like i mean like unless it's a serious thing that they're pulling up and like Fermi said it needs to be verified then i don't that's not that also shouldn't be a concern and bearing in mind she hasn't even showed him to them yet she thinks she hasn't even she doesn't know yet so try it first and actually see what they think (laughs) instead of you know jump into conclusions you can relax a bit no need to be stressed it's okay (laughs) should we move on to our next scenario yes yes i hear it's a scenario number i believe three no No, isn't it two two Two. yeah two okay so would you sacrifice any of your friendships now if it meant you can meet your life partner tomorrow or, t- or now it really depends which friendship yeah, i'm not gonna lie to yeah you. it really depends which friendship yeah because there are some where i'm like hell no then mm. others where i'm like eh. <laughs> <laughs> um so it really 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 depends what friendship we're talking That's about if it's like your best if it's like my best friends then absolutely not mm. i'm sorry my mouth should have to find me another way it can't be that Tomorrow. Like, tomorrow. tomorrow, life. Tomorrow, I might get married tomorrow. But it, like, if you sacrifice, if you don't meet him tomorrow, you're still going. You, that's him that's what I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, you Okay, no, no, no. Because that makes it too easy. What if they say if you don't sacrifice the friendship, you will never meet oh. him? Oh wow! Okay, because that makes it, that makes it different. That makes it different. <laughs> That makes it difficult. That makes it I have difficult. To, um, I'm sorry, I have to sacrifice friendship. <laughs> yeah, I can't lie. I would. I think you'll die by the dick. Partner. I would that's sacrifice like, a friendship for that. That's the person I'm gonna have a family with. Spend the rest of my so life. What about your with. best friend, then? But I'm not gonna. We're not gonna impregnate each other, are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to do that. It's we're not like my best me. No. <laughs> no, that's wow. actually true. It's my life wow. partner. Yeah. This is different. This, no, no, this is. Different. I just want to make it clear that I'm loyal to my friends. No, yeah, okay? <laughs> I, I'm loyal to my friends. Just not for your man. To meeting the love of my life. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm I just don't know. Yeah. If I don't sacrifice my friendship, listen to it. If you don't sacrifice your friendship, you will never 
meet your life partner. Do you know how deep that it is? It doesn't mean still you can't be happy. You can meet someone else and still be no, yeah, but doesn't that mean I'm settling if I meet somebody else? That's not so That's meant true. to be like love of my life. It is settling, isn't it? Yeah, settling for less. Yeah. It's a tricky one for me because I feel like some of my friendships that I have now, I feel like they're more. I feel like um, normal platonic friendship can be just as fulfilling or just as rewarding as romantic friendships. I don't feel like romantic friend, romantic relationships are like on a different level as platonic. I'll tell you why. Like how... I'll tell you why I disagree with that, with that. My platonic friendships will not give me my children. My platonic <laughs> friendships will actually not get the only way. I'm so sorry. Yeah, this is gonna sound. Listen, unless I have my children, yeah, my time is not done. <laughs> so oh I can't lie. As much not as I purpose. value, and don't get me wrong, yeah, I don't see platonic friendships as something that's like, oh, yeah, just, you know, they're, aside, they're very extremely yeah. important, yeah. yeah. It's just that if you're going to compare the two, yeah, listen, my life partner of whom I'm having my children and future with come on uh, yeah need, that's true, yeah that's true. yeah that's true as much as I, I love my friends i love them to death but come on but like if if the question is just simply oh would you sacrifice your friendship to meet your life partner tomorrow i would say no because let me just wait for god's timing there's no need to rush meeting yeah no, that's yeah. true and, because if there's yeah, the possibility and... to meet later then why rush now yeah, yeah, yeah when i've got good friends yeah. around me as well yeah exactly i don't need i don't need um my life partner right now like if i meet him now then that's okay but i'm fine right now so i don't even think i want to meet them right now to be fair right. like why do you say that right now like today like, i don't know because mm-hmm. i just feel like i'm not gonna get married anytime soon i'm yeah, not gonna have true. children anytime soon so like just let us live our lives yeah and then we'll come back to each other when we're whole that's very true because the reason why you meet your love of your life when you meet your love of your life is because Mm -hmm. yeah when you're both ready when you've actually learned everything to do yeah like you've you've loved yourself you've accepted for like accepted yourself for who you are and everything Mm. and now you're ready to love someone else yeah exactly there's always it might it might have not worked like it might not yeah work it out. may not yeah. work but it could be right person wrong time yeah, yeah so. exactly like um this couple they they started dating when they were young and then they broke up and then a couple years later they met again and then now they're married so sometimes you don't need to you don't need the person right now you just <laughs> yeah you just have them late in the future just be patient yeah yes sir so should we do a dilemma or another scenario? Sure. Dilemma. A dilemma. So this dilemma says, I want a tattoo and another piercing, but my parents don't approve. Should I do it anyway? Yes. Yes. It really depends. <laughs> no, no, you people are going to Let's go one it by depends. one. What does everybody say? It, if you're still living in your parents' house, your parents are still funding you financially, don't be stupid. Don't do it. Because <laughs> if they kick you out now, your tattoo and your piercing will not save you. Okay, so don't do it. Where you're financially, you can look after yourself financially, have your own place, then have yes, it, yeah. do it. That's fine. There's not. They won't beat you. They won't kick you out. There's nothing they can do to you that that way. So it depends. 
that's actually that's quite fair i'm not gonna lie <laughs> that's quite fair to me Luchi, what do you say it depends how strict the parents are because if they're gonna kick you out then don't do it but yeah yeah and if you love your home don't do it but i feel like some most parents would, would just like end up like not they'll, they'll talk anymore. yeah but yeah. they won't because i know like for my mom yeah she talks oh she'll talk but at the yeah. end of the day, there's no way she's kicking me out there's for a not, yeah, there's, yeah, She wouldn't. Mm. So you need to know your parents very well and your situation mm. very well. Because some of you, yeah, if you get this place, this is the last time you'll have a home to live in. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so silly. That I'm so that's so silly. <laughs> I tell my mom that oh mom, I'm getting a nose piercing. And like I just <laughs> I didn't even ask, I just said I'm getting it. And that was the first time I've ever like said something to her in that way. Like usually I'm like, oh mom, can I? Can I? Mm. But then she was like, no, but it's not, it's not raining anymore. Like, like it's not in vogue and everything's not like pop. It's not in yeah. vogue. <laughs> and I was just like, but it actually is, and I'm gonna do like I want to do it. And then she just didn't say I think I'm gonna do my one in uni. The thing is, the tattoo part, because she said tattoo and piercing. With the tattoo oh, part, yeah, the like, tattoos. Do them separately. Don't do them at the same time, because you want to kill Even, your parents. Yeah, <laughs> the like, parents may not see it, like, ever. It depends on what you can handle, number one. Number two, know your parents. If they're strict and they're the type to kick you out of your house, don't go and do that to yourself and be struggling. But... Mm. I mean, if you know that they're going to be calm with it, then why not? Go ahead. Yes, yeah. sir. You know, I saw, I, I don't know if you guys remember, this was on Twitter a while ago. This guy got, like, a full-sleeve tattoo, mm-hmm. and then his mum was, like, proper, like, cussing him out. Was, like, I want you <laughs> out of my house. Da, 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 and he put it on the TL. Oh, and, like, no. when I tell you, everyone's, like, cussing his parents. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. And they were, like, no, but this kid was, like, 17, 18. And these big, big agbayas on Twitter that was, like, 30 plus were, like, oh, yeah, why don't you sit down with your parents, tell them why they're wrong. I was, like, yeah. And he oh, opened my 17, 18 year old mouth to tell yeah. my parents, oh, am, I, am I high? I remember yeah. no, I'm not going to lie. That's annoying. That, that was so mad. Because mm. first of all, he was wrong for putting that on the TL. No one needed to know his family business. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, his par- the way his mum was speaking was just out of turn. Like She was taking it to the extreme. She's like, you are no longer my son anymore. Yeah. I think it's a simple tattoo. Oh, so your whole nine months, you have sabotage because of a simple tattoo. Like It's never that deep. Mm. So, shall we move to a scenario? Yeah. Yes, sir. We have a lot to go through, you know. Oh. Thank you guys for sending it in. Oh, yeah. yeah thank you. Thank you to the real to ones. The real, for yeah. it to you um, guys, you're special. We appreciate you. And we know honestly, who you are as well. It, honestly. <laughs> um, okay. I like this one. So, this one asks. Can you still be pro-black and date outside of your race? Oh, this question oh, again. This question is so. I don't. Oh, I don't know how I feel about it. Really it really depends. It really depends. See, every, you know, everything in life depends. Do you think it depends on your definition of pro-black? Yeah, it depends on your because definition. Because you know, some people see pro-black as in you only ever entertain anything and everything if it's to do with black individuals. Whether that's even possible. 
I, especially okay you know what in this country I don't think it's possible to be yeah. that definition of pro-black so in a sense dating outside of your race in this country I don't see that as uh, being conflicting towards pro-black because for us here that definition of pro-black that's not something that we can do maybe in America it's possible to only invest your time and energy in black individuals but that's not something you can do here in the UK it's not we don't have a lot of no because like even here in America they have HBCUs which is like um like fully black universities and stuff yeah, but here, do we have anything? We like can't that? do that. We're investing you in know. the white, um, white man's education. System Everything we do, basically, Everything we yeah. do, yeah. Compared to them, is investing in white institutions. So okay, it's yeah, like possible. That's but, why, um, like for me, it depends on the definition. If um, pro-black means that you you stick up for like the black causes and stuff, um, and you respect black people, etc., then I don't see why the uh, dating outside of your race should be um, a problem. But I guess, like, if you're talking about the American definition... But I feel as if it's not by force to... Like, you can support black people, you support black businesses, you you can support the um, cause and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But to, like, if you're looking at the pro-black pro-black like the proper definition which is only supporting everything black from businesses to only wanting to continue a fully black family for Mm. generations then you can't fully be pro-black but that doesn't mean that you're a bad person you're not you're anti-black if you're still doing your part then i think it's fine you know what if you are dating if like if you're looking for someone to date Mm-hmm. And then you just like, happen to find someone who ticks all of your boxes, yeah. who you're emotionally compatible with and everything like that. And they just so happen to not be black. It's very much different to if you, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm, I'm so conflicted. Like I have so many thoughts on this. Yeah, I don't know how to like articulate myself, but I feel like being pro-black, I do understand the idea that you need to kind of sustain the black family yeah. and make sure that, you know, you're presenting like black love, all of that, all of that. Yeah. But at the same time, if you meet the love of your life and the love of your life is not black, should I come and die? No, seriously. <laughs> no, I did. Actually, but at the same time, at just, the same okay, time, do you see what I started me, saying? Me, I just is one of my boxes. So if, yeah, Katara, don't look at me sideways, because if I meet someone and they took all of the other boxes, but it's not black, then you're not the one for me. Like, you don't tick all of my boxes then. Does that make sense? So it depends if being okay. some, your partner being black is one of your boxes or not. If it is, and then you date someone that's not that, then I don't think you can be fully pro-black. So it really depends on, first of all, your definition of what being mm-hmm. pro-black is. Most definitely. And how you approach dating. You actually actively seek out... Because remember, black people are only 3% of the population. And if you live literally anywhere outside of London, finding another black person that you're completely compatible with is extremely hard. I don't see anybody in Cardiff. So, (laughs) like, (laughs) that means you should be alone all of your life because of pro-blackness? No, like, be happy. Mm. So basically, you can be pro-black in, like, places like Nigeria. 
you can't be pro-black in like the West. In the UK, yeah, I don't think. Even in Nigeria, you may not necessarily be pro-black because in Nigeria, there are businesses owned by non-black people. But it's more, yeah, it's, and it's that, Those are the big, rich people. But, it's but yeah, it is easier though. So it just I don't know. I feel as if like if you're not if you're not pro black, I don't think it's a a bad thing. No, it if is. you're not pro black. As long as you're not actively no, but working you can, against you can us. still you can still No, because you're still supporting the cause, you're yeah. still supporting yeah. black people, but being pro black is a whole definition on its own. It's like a whole is a whole way of living. This is why a lot of majority pro black based on the definition a lot of people, like whether you like it or not you're not pro-black yeah. because you're not fully invested in it whether you like it or not when you get to do when you go to do your nails is it a black person that does your nails seem to be i'm trying to get like i'm trying to invest in a lot of black people like i'm trying to actively try and seek you know deal with that. yeah and that means that means you're trying to become more pro-black you're not fully yeah. there yet but once you do then you can probably say that, yeah, I'm pro-black in everything I do in my life. Because My even thing when we... is this. If the definition of pro-black, which we are now assuming is, that everything that you do is to do with black individuals, then like Christine said, a lot of us are not pro-black, which isn't a bad thing if you still yeah. support black businesses and things like that. It just means you're not pro-black. And it means that, yes, dating outside of your race means you're not pro-black. But like Ferrame said, if it's between, you know, being what? unhappy and being pro-black, then, I mean, it's just, it's not really worth it, is it? I see I actually see this a lot, particularly with black men, is that they all claim to be pro-black, da 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 like down for the community. And then you look at their wives, and their wife is the whitest Karen you'll ever see. And I'm just like, for me, it's just very hypocritical because black men are allowed to date outside of their race and still be considered pro-black. Whereas if a black woman were to do the exact same thing, everyone will be having TL discussions. Is this person really pro-black if their husband is da-da-da-da-da? And like, we don't see the same thing happening for men. So to be honest, like, I yeah, feel like it's actually kind of the opposite because, really? because this whole, when this whole um, Black Lives Matter movement started you know, coming about on Twitter and stuff. People are, people didn't like yeah. come for like Patricia Bright. They didn't say they were just saying, oh, people with the in, in interracial couples now must be feeling awkward right now. And like, like mm. I feel like we don't get onto women as much because yeah, like I said, Patricia Bright and more yeah, like, time yeah. women are actually actively doing a lot more than that's men. That's true. I'm not even gonna lie to that's you. That's true. But I feel like that's the reason why, like, we don't get onto the women like that because the women are yeah, more... we're not coons. Yeah, <laughs> for every one female coon, there is a hundred male coons. Ah, so... No, but it's true. I actually agree with that. No, it's true. I just I'm think yeah, we need to have the definition of pro-black needs to be something that doesn't exclude that's certain groups. Pro-black, yeah as we've defined it, is somebody that is engaged in all areas of blackness. If you are a black male who is engaged in all areas of blackness except your romantic relationship, you're not pro-black, by definition. And the same goes for the women 
in their situations. Yeah. Oh, you know what? But it's not of. a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Is what we need to reiterate. It is not a bad thing. Yeah. It reminds me of Arid and Grownish. He's supposed to be so pro-black, but he only dates light-skinned women, and then he dates that Republican, only being a Latina wo- um, woman. Oh. And so this thing is a fraud. Aaron, is that Trevor Jackson? Is that his name? Yes, I don't know the actor's name, but I guess. So. Oh yeah, that it is. It's his name. So I feel like that is what a lot of what yeah. happens a lot yeah. in society. We have this pro-black man, but they'll only yeah. date either like really light-skinned white-passing that- black women. Or they'll date, they might not date a white woman, but they'll date another non-black ethnic minority woman. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. As long mm-hmm. as you're having difficult conversations yeah. with your non-black partner about yeah. race and how to talk about it, how to go about it. Yeah. Basically, as long so, as you're not being a coon, then do what you want, honestly. Do what you want. All right, I've got a question. Yeah. Is there something... Um, is there something <laughs> is reverse racism a thing that's what I want to ask this is a question that always gets on my nerve because I just don't know how to like answer <laughs> it correctly I do it like this I personally see um, social racism which is like your general like I think a black person is superior or I think a white person is superior type thing as completely different to institutional racism. I do not think that it is possible for a black person. Oh, sorry. I don't think it's possible for a black person to engage in institutional racism, especially in this country. It is not that it is not possible possible. at all. There's no way it can happen. If you're talking like surface level, are there black individuals that think they're superior to white people? I'm sure there are. Mm. But for me, I feel like it's not gonna. It's not gonna. I thought prejudice is like it is. It's a subset of racism. Yeah. Like I thought it racism is like. What's the definition of racism? Racism because when people like being oh the definition of racism is hating one race or or whatever it says. But just like racism is a social like race is a social construct. So let's use a sociology definition of racism, not just the dictionary, which doesn't take into con, which doesn't take into account context yeah. which is really 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 important, important when you're talking about racism that's true like what why do people not understand that because when people bring up the dictionary definition i'm just thinking i can tell that you've never read a sociology yeah. book in your life yeah because like oh racism is when you dislike someone because of the color of their skin like no b <laughs> if racism was just that all of my problems would be solved okay yeah. racism is not just disliking someone on the basis of their skin it's about institutionalized power who holds the power in a society a to white, make certain changes. heterosexual man like me as a black woman i don't i hold no institutionalized power if i call you a cracker now that doesn't mean you're not going to get the same <laughs> job it doesn't mean you're going to get into a good university whereas if someone calls me a dirty nigger that stems into a lot of like thousands and thousands of years of stereotypes against black people it might mean that i might not be able to get to the university that i want to go to i might not get the job that i want to go to it impacts every single aspect of my life so it's not on the same level yes you can be prejudiced towards white people other minorities but you can't be racist towards white people as what as what the definition of racism from a sociology perspective is yeah does that make yeah yeah yes it does makes complete like sense correctly like that is literally it 
because it's because people forget that it's just racism is not racism has never just been hating someone on the base of their skin racism is making them making that group of people slaves it is systematically killing those people systematically oppressing those people making sure that black families get extraordinarily high interest rate on mortgages compared to white families irrespective of things like credit check or savings racism is the fact that in the uk black african people have less in terms of wealth compared to their white counterparts yeah that is what true racism is. Racism is not just walking down in the street and calling someone a mean name. Like if that was all the racism was, then trust me, we would be a lot further in society than we yeah, are now. Yeah, hundred percent. There was one thing that I saw on Twitter, and it was um, basically this: these groups, like I think two boys mm. wanted to they booked an Airbnb or whatever, and the owner was an Asian lady. And mm-hmm. she was not happy when she saw they like they were like they were the ones that booked it and everything. So she started calling. She said she called the. They said that they she called the police, and she started saying that yeah these um um these monkeys broke into my house. Da, 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 da. They're coming here to take my stuff when they have the paperwork or whatever you know you get with Air, Airbnb. That racism yeah. and and maybe attempted murder. Hmm. Because you, everyone knows if you call up the police on a black person, you know what you're yeah, doing. You know what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be racism. The same way as if the roles were reversed and it was a black person calling the police on an Asian person, I would probably still say that was racism as well. Or at the very least, a lot of prejudice and discrimination. Yeah. So I don't think you can be racist towards a mm. white person. I feel like you can. Yeah. You can I be prejudiced or discriminatory. Uh, can you be discriminatory? Mm, that depends. But you can be definitely be prejudiced towards a white person. But racism is a completely different ballpark. The same way as you, if you're a heterosexual person, like you hold mm. some institutionalized power compared to if you were a homosexual person. So if a homosexual person's mm. calling you, like I don't know. There's not even there's not even a slur for a straight person. Like that's how much we can't like you can't be oppressed depending on what group you're in like is there really a slur for a white person that has institutionalized power exactly no. there is, i would i would say that there isn't calling someone a cracker is not the same as calling someone a nigger yeah. uh, people that try to make that comparison is just first of all is extremely disrespectful and it trivializes the power that the n-word has yeah and so like it's not on the same level yeah. On that note, um, I think we should move on to the next scenario. So what's the next scenario? So basically, this person said, I got married eight months ago and my hubby earns 7K <laughs> monthly. This is in Nigeria, so obviously 7K monthly. 7K monthly. That is <laughs> 7K Naira. Just, oh, yeah. oh no, never, mind. never mind. While I'm yet to get a job. During our wedding ceremony, Seven my kids. hubby. Oh, ah! Why is she saying hubby? Yeah. I say that. You know, my my husband. Let me just say that. Spent about five hundred and eighty thousand naira on yeah. the list given to him for the traditional wedding. I persuaded my parents to reduce the list, but they said it's a must and a tradition. He was able to raise. He was able to raise the money, as I wasn't working and I couldn't help financially. 
After marriage, I suggested that he should be spending something monthly to my parents. Wait, sending something monthly to my parents as he... Oh, her grammar is so bad. As he does send to his parent too. But to my surprise, the reply he gave me was that he didn't owe my parent anything and they and that they have collected all they are entitled from him. Initially, I was not angry about it until my younger brother wanted to get married and his bride family gave him a list of things for, for the traditional wedding, which was amounted to 400k. My husband then shared the experience and told my no, sorry, my dad then shared the ex expenses and told my husband to contribute 120 k huh? to <laughs> 120k towards my brother's wedding. But to my surprise, my, hus my husband said no and told me that my family has collected all they wanted during our wedding and that they shouldn't come to him for any financial assistance. This got me angry and I told him that he, that he is not responsible Wait, this got me angry and I told him that he is not responsible. Ever since then, we have been living like strangers in the house. He doesn't talk to me. He has just been keeping himself, keeping to himself. And I have never seen him this way before, not even in our two years of courting. Please, our mommies and daddies kind. Oh, <laughs> please kindly just stop there. Just stop there. Okay, yeah. Her grammar was terrible. Oh, that was so hard to read. This whole scenario <laughs> was just fucking stupid. This is what I man, when I tell you, Nigerian people, we just like wahala and stress. Yeah, yeah this I'm just sounds like stress. Like, so I'm getting he paid the 850k. I'm guessing that's the dowry. 80, 580. Yeah, the bride price. That was the dowry. Yeah. Well, let me and so he paid that in full. Yeah. So why are they not expecting him to pay the brothers? Yeah, exactly. Like, why is she angry? Like, she said, to my surprise, he's, to my he's surprise. In the, he's in the, he's correct. The husband is correct. Why? Don't look at me like I owe you anything. <laughs> don't look at me I'm, don't, I'm not even understanding. Huh? He's I'm not, not even understanding. Why would they have to... Yeah. No, but why would they have to pay for? Is there like some sort of tradition that you're meant to pay for fa other family members? No. I'm not. I don't like, think I'm, so. I don't think so. Right, so she's in the wrong. Yeah, you can't come and kill this man. Yeah, pushing it. Yeah, exactly. She's pushing the brother, the broke boy. Brother's wedding. He should pay for the damn wedding himself. Like her husband paid for his own wedding. I never like when I read that. I was like, she's just like, like he said, causing unnecessary problems. Like the the parents as well. They're they're the parents are moving too mad. The parents are moving too mad. Why are they getting upset? with the husband for like in in within um what's it called nigeria i mm. swear when you're yeah. when a girl gets married she kind of like stays within the husband's family she's no longer like really with their like with her um like her own mother and father like if she was to mm. go to nigeria now she would go to her husband's side of the family like she'll go to her husband's exactly family. yeah so why is she still like why are they still requesting for his money? Like, that, traditionally, that should not be the case at all. Like, yeah. they shouldn't even be asking Yeah. Like, he didn't sign up for that. He didn't sign up to look after her entire family. Well, I mean, like, obviously, 
you do help out. Like if if um in the future my um husband wants to help out in certain things with his own family, like looking after them or something like that, like I can understand why he wants yeah. to help out some of our friends. Yeah. But in that scenario, we're both working. It's not just my money. He's not going to ask me to pay by myself for the entire family. It's going to be both of our incomes. But this one, your husband is working by Don't stress him to not be paying for something else. Yeah, the brother is not entitled. Yes, her entitlement that's getting to me. But it's Mm. not like he's very, very She's acting entitled. Like, his family is acting entitled as well. But that being said... I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the idea of the like the dowry and the bride price. It's yes, yeah, it feels like you're selling your daughter. Yeah, to the, but then at the same time, when you're going, when you're do, um, selling like within mar- like wedding, the wedding ceremony, the husband is taking the daughter down the aisle and then giving it off to the, to the um. The dad is giving the um walking down the aisle with the daughter and then um the father's taking yeah, yeah that's almost like oh, <laughs> I've given you my property like that that's what it feels like yeah, yeah. Her way to the husband <laughs> I have to I have yes. to research into it to see the nah, principle behind it yeah, no, like the, the traditional value of it well on that note I think that we should end the podcast here. Thank you for listening to the end. If you did, make sure to follow all of our socials. It's been me, Christine. Baramay. Katura. And Delucci.